Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Hi, friends! Welcome back to Getaway Car. In this week's episode, we are leaving St. Louis. Yeah, we just experienced the Gateway Arch and the riverboat cruise, and then we took off. Yes. So at this point in the trip, we diverged a little bit from the plan. I tend to map out all of our stops and everything in advance. And at this point in the trip, for some reason, we just decided to say, ah, to hell with it. And <laughs> let's have a different adventure. I mean, you do occasionally in, in spots where we think there's going to be a lot to do. You have occasionally been like, we have four hours in this city to do whatever. Yeah. So then if we end up not finding anything, we can just be like, all right, well, now we have extra time. Yeah. So in this case, we decided, I think we were going through the road trip journal and we were counting up the number of states been driven through yes <laughs> and the number of states we've ever been to total because we obviously want to hit all 50 yes so in the interest of pursuing that goal i think it was beanie that was just like well why don't we just go to kentucky it's like on the way <laughs> it's like right there and we we're like okay <laughs> so we impulsively decided to go to kentucky and what do we know about kentucky not a whole lot this is also why we're good travel companions which i think we've talked a little bit about before you have to be in a similar mindset about these things of like if things don't go according to plan are you the kind of people who are like i don't know let's just try something yeah like, let's just go somewhere and see what happens yep because if you're one of those people maybe like, it'll be a disaster yeah but, yeah so as always, we went to our favorite source of inspiration and we looked up Kentucky in our Thousand Places book. I think we actually did go a whole episode without mentioning it, didn't we? Oh my God, you might be right. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, Thousand Places. I swear we still love you. Patricia, you're our favorite. So our choices in Thousand Places Before You Die, we had three choices. We had the Bourbon Trail in Bardstown, Kentucky, which was not anywhere near where we were. Mm -hmm. um, we had Bluegrass Country in Lexington, Kentucky, which was sort of near where we were. Um, but would require a little bit more time than we had. And our third choice for Kentucky was the Kentucky Derby in Louisville. Which they conveniently so. held the day we were... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That would be pretty epic. So, That'd be a great story. <laughs> so we decided that even though the Kentucky Derby was not happening that day, that we would go to Churchill Downs, which is where it is held. Yeah. And just see what we found. Yeah, it's a pretty famous spot, so why not? So Kentucky Derby... A little blurb from the Thousand Places book starts off. This Kentucky Derby, whatever it is, wrote novelist John Steinbeck, a race, an emotion, a turbulence, an explosion is one of the most beautiful and violent and satisfying things I've ever experienced. Build with little exaggeration as the greatest two minutes in sports, the Kentucky Derby is the oldest continuously held sporting event in one of the most prestigious races in the world. So things I know about the Kentucky Derby. Horses. Um, they race horses. Yeah. The women wear big fancy hats. Yes. That um, is a thing. They drink mint juleps. Oh, I did know that. That's funny you say that. And that's it. That's all I know. Yeah. Everything I know about horse racing I learned from watching The Crown, if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> Which might not be an accurate representation no, 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 since no. that's in England and not here. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we were like, okay, well, we'll just go and we'll see what we can see. Also, can we just talk about how that quote was from John Steinbeck? I did not associate him with the Kentucky Derby ever. That's hilarious. Odd, right? Yeah. But anyway. hey, you know. You know, you like what you like. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Even writers have hobbies. So we decided that since Louisville was not that far off of our planned route to our next planned stop, we would just throw it in there and see what happened. And so we get there and I don't know, I think the Kentucky Derby happens in spring. See, this is how little I know. Yeah, I actually Derby. don't know. Does it um, say? 
Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Derby held first Saturday in May, and we were there in April. Oh, um, so they must yeah, have we been so <laughs> like setting up for it, or like pre-setting up for it, because we got to Churchill Downs, and it was parking lot on parking lot on parking lot, just filled with traffic cones and police tape. Yeah, and it was literally like a ten-minute maze, just driving the car through yeah. the traffic cones, just to get it anywhere near close to the building. If you've ever been to like a theme park or anything. Like yeah. Bush Gardens or like Six Flags or anything like that. Those like parking lots upon parking lots upon parking lots where you have to drive through the maze. That's exactly what it was like. So then we finally get up to the building itself. The building's very pretty. We take a couple pictures and there's a museum and we can't get into the museum because we have just now discovered that it is Easter Sunday and everything is closed. Yeah. Somehow, I mean, on a road trip, you really don't pay attention to like what day of the week it is necessarily. You're just like, what's our next stop and how long this is going to take to get there and all this. But you really don't think about, is it Tuesday or whatever? So at yeah. that point, we were like, oh, it's Sunday, which means it's Easter. Yeah. So of course it's closed. Of course everything is closed. Yeah. And normally this is the kind of thing that I try and plan for ahead of time. And like when I'm planning the road trip, I think about these things. So that way I don't have to think about them when we're actually on the road trip. But because this was an impulsive stop and we yeah. didn't think about it ahead of time, I was like, oh, well, yeah, there we are. So we couldn't get into the museum. So we're literally standing in front of the Churchill Downs building. We take our couple pictures and we're just kind of like standing there like, okay, well, what now? Like we drove all the way here. Like I don't feel like, I feel like we need to do something. Right. We haven't experienced Kentucky just because we took some um, pictures in front of this building. And so we stood there and we contemplated for a few minutes. And then the security staff at Churchill Downs started really giving us the side eye. And like people started like emerging from different like parts from around the building and just kind of like watching us. And we were like, okay, yeah, we are two like kind of scraggly looking ragamuffins like standing here at your very <laughs> nice building. Like we do not look like your typical clientele. So we're going to like toodle on out of here. I'd like you to patent the phrase scraggly looking ragamuffins because it's a plus. Okay. Perfect. That'll be our new name. Yes. Scraggly looking ragamuffins. Yeah, so, yeah. I do think they were a little bit concerned that we might be trying to break in or something. Or we like, just, like sabotage the derby or like, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so we, you know, scooted on out of there. Yeah. And we decided to do the only other thing that we could think of to do in Kentucky on a Sunday where everything is closed, which was getting Kentucky fried chicken. Because why wouldn't you? Right. I mean, you're in Kentucky. I think we thought we were very funny at the time. But it was also one of the only I things still that think was open. I still think we're funny. So fortunately for us, we were in Kentucky and there happens to be Kentucky Fried Chicken in yeah. Kentucky. So we were able to locate one I actually quickly. wrote in the Road Trip Journal. And this is literally the only thing I wrote about for Kentucky because that's how little we did. I wrote, made an impulsive stop in Louisville since Kentucky was on our list of states we'd never been to. It was Easter Sunday, so most things were closed. So we decided to be ironic and got KFC from Kentucky. Apparently, please and thank yous are hard won down there because the manager twice complimented my banners and then asked if I'd like a job. Nice to have a backup plan, I guess. And I'd just like to point out that this was before we pulled up to the window. Yeah. So this is not because she's pretty. It was actually just her. <laughs> I just said please and thank you, which I do that in every drive-through. Don't don't people say please and thank you in the drive-through? No. Bizarre. So anyway, that was our wonderful, extensive, life-changing Kentucky experience. Yes. Um, we'll have to do more in Kentucky because I know there's there's some know. things that I actually want to go see in Kentucky, yeah. but it just wasn't on the agenda for this trip. But I'm glad we added those on. Yeah. We have to at least say we've been to Kentucky because our rule is you have to sleep there or eat there for it to count. It can't just be like a pass through on a in an yeah. airport. Yeah, or just airports don't count. Airports don't count. Yeah. Yeah, you have to actually like spend the night there or have like an actual, an actual experience. Meal. Yeah. So then we scooted on to our next actual planned stop of the trip. Yeah. Which was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Ohio. Yes. So we did more driving. 
And we actually ended up meeting up with my friend Lauren and her friend Charlie. They're from New England like we are, and they just happened to be in Ohio for Easter yeah. with her family. <laughs> so we texted them and were like, hey, let's meet up. Like, this would be so fun. Yeah. And so we went to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum, and we met up with them and got lunch there and went through the whole museum. Yeah. Okay, so in our wonderful and fabulous Thousand Places book, the blurb for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Museum reads, Cleveland has long been famous as home to the esteemed Cleveland Orchestra, but among other catalysts in the city's emergence as a cultural, even trendy destination was the 1995 opening of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, aka the Rock Hall, a bold seven-story glass and porcelain structure. Uh, and it goes on to give you like a little bit of the history of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, fun fact, it says um, at the end of the blurb, like, so why Cleveland? And it says, could be because Alan Freed, a Cleveland radio disc jockey, coined the term rock and roll in 1952, the same year that Cleveland hosted the Moondog Coronation Ball, the first rock and roll concert, which I thought was kind of fun. Oh, interesting. Oh. All right. I actually, I think it's really hilarious because I think I took so many pictures in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just think like that's one of my strongest memories about it is how many pictures I took. And like really a truly excessive number of pictures. Oh yeah. Just way too many. Just because everything vaguely interesting to me or anything from an artist that I like, I took a picture of. So I thought like my plan was, oh, my pictures will tell the story of our experience here, except that this was one of the days where our pictures were lost. So my comment, yeah, but my comment about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was so cool took tons of pictures and that's it that is all I wrote for the entire rock and roll hall of fame which does not seem to capture it at all and then to then lose the pictures yes like devastating yeah so we'll once again we'll have to find there are I'm sure there are plenty of wonderful wonderful photographers who have taken much better pictures than I did and we will borrow some photos and give credit to people who got good photos yeah yeah it's really tragic because my memory is really really terrible and i don't even remember like what we saw what we looked at who which artists are featured like i don't remember anything about it other than i remember the whole day being like that's so amazing oh my god that's so cool this is amazing this is yeah i remember taking pictures of like specific guitars and specific like outfits that artists wore on stage and that kind of stuff but i couldn't tell you a single one of the artists i took pictures of. yeah no idea like I remember there were the, so many. Yeah, I remember the building. The outside is like really cool and futuristic, very yeah. like glass and modern and triangly. Yeah. And I remember and the inside had those, those big escalators. Do you remember yeah, those? like the two level lobby. Yeah. And like the lobby's beautiful. There's glass everywhere. And so it's like really sunny. And they have like a restaurant in the lobby and you could just like hang out. And before you went to the museum yeah, or after you come out, I, I think we got lunch there. Yeah. And so I remember the lobby really well. And then like you There's go in. There's a shop down there. Yeah, and then you go into, like, the actual exhibits, and it's, like, this whole different world. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a single picture of I any know. of the exhibits. <laughs> so tragic. But we will we will find some, we promise, and we'll we'll share those. Yeah. And, I, I like, some of these, I know they had, like, instruments that were owned by different musicians, played by them. You know, personal items and costumes that they had over the years. They had a couple, like, features on different artists where it was, like, yeah. you know, the history of the band or the history of the artist and their whole personal timeline mm-hmm. that were really cool. But yeah, I don't remember any specifics because uh, yeah. I stuck. Well, yeah, I usually use my pictures to remind me. So often when we're looking over what, what we did on these road trips so that we can talk about it, I look at the pictures and that's when I go, oh, I remember going there. Or, oh, I remember this happened there or whatever. That's usually my touchstone to what happened that day. And without it, I just feel sort of like lost. I'm like, yeah. I know we went and I know I really loved it. Yeah, I know I'd recommend it to people, but I couldn't tell you a single specific thing, oh. which is tragic. I would recommend to everybody, anybody. Yes, 
we're both huge band geeks. Like we both we were in band in high school and like love, grew up like loving music. Like our mm-hmm. dad, huge music nerd. But I would recommend it to all of my friends, not just the people who play music oh, or yeah. like music. Or there's like, something for you in there. There's, there's something so for everyone. much. They have so much. I'm not going to say content, but so many like exhibits and so many artists across so many different genres of music. Yeah. There's going to be something in there that you're fascinated by. Yeah, like even if you're not a rock and roll fan per se, like there are so many artists that kind of overlap into what rock and roll is and like yeah. the like creation of rock and roll as it is today, that like there will still be something that you'll appreciate and enjoy. Definitely. And then it was fun going with Lauren and Charlie too because they're both yeah. fan geeks like we are. So. And it's very funny to see people from your state when you're so far away from home. It's right. very strange. They're like, hey, Lauren, I live down the street from you and here we are several hundred miles yeah. away. Very strange, very like out of body experience, but very cool. And we had a lot of fun with them. Yeah. And then from there, we continued our epic journey and we went up into the Finger Lakes region of New York. Yes, which is beautiful. Yeah. This was another part of the trip where I was like, I'm not going to plan anything specific. I just know it's like a really beautiful part of the country. There's a lot of like really beautiful towns and lakes and mountains and rivers and outdoorsy kind of things. And so it's just one of those areas you can drive through and just take it all in and you don't really have to yeah. have a specific yeah it's like a itinerary. pacific coast highway or needles highway or just like a beautiful driving area where you can just wander around and see what there is to see yeah we went up and again this is somewhere where all of our photos got lost we lost a good chunk of the end of this trip yeah but like you know we were just driving the cloud exists now yeah seriously but yeah we just drove through and it was just like beautiful time of year to be there like it was like early spring and not a lot of foliage and stuff to speak of but like things were just starting to like awaken and like yeah you know start to not look so gray and dreary and yeah. gross so winter <laughs> in new york is the worst yeah <laughs> yeah we stopped at this visitor center like in the middle of the mountains that looked like a tiny little like ski lodge kind of thing yeah um so yeah so we picked up some brochures and pamphlets about things to do in the area and i guess there's some like wineries and vineyards and you know various other fun things to do um we didn't decide to do any of them we were just enjoying driving through and uh, it was kind of like towards the tail end of the trip and we were both kind of winding down and yeah <laughs> getting to the point where we're like i'm kind of tired it's the final stretch where you're like all right time to go home and go to bed <laughs> yeah uh, i think we ended up camping for the night we stopped at another koa in that area that was really nice yep and... more s'mores according to our journal Oh, yeah, we wrote down. We did have s'mores. And just had, like, a chill last night of, you know, we're just going to hang out and camp and enjoy each other's company before we have to, like, go back home tomorrow and resume our normal lives. Exactly. And so the final day of the trip, basically, we conspired with our mom, actually, to surprise our dad and, and my now hubby yep. to come home for dinner and be home a little earlier than we planned. Yeah, we basically told them, I think we told it your future husband that we'd be home much later but we told our mother we were like we'll be home in time for dinner yeah. and then we ran a little bit late so she had to stall him from leaving because he was over there for dinner and she i don't even know what she said she was like you have to stay for a coffee and you have to stay for a dessert and she just kept coming and up he's probably reasons. like oh my god woman i'm stuffed please stop <laughs> feeding me she probably just kept feeding him knowing our mother but yeah i think it's hilarious that he like when we got there he was like oh i wondered why your mom was like so determined that i not leave yeah but it was very fun to surprise him yeah so that wraps up our second road trip yeah we flew Um, through this one yeah i mean it was one of our shorter ones to be fair but we were just so hungry for for another one yeah so (laughs) hungry for another one because the first one was so amazing that we just couldn't help ourselves and so off we went again yes so it was not as long or as involved as our first one but it was still amazing and worth doing and just a really different and varied 
experience of the United States, which was really cool. And it was just more confirmation, I think, that we can do this. We can do it again. We've done it twice now. So that at that point, we were like, well, now we're pros. Like, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Let's start planning road trip number three immediately. Another one. Yeah. So I think think this road trip kind of showed us more than anything. Okay. Our first one wasn't our last one. We will do this again. Yeah. And we will continue to do so until we get sick of it, which, you know, thus far is never. (laughs) Yes. So. Yeah, that's the end of our 2014 road trip, guys. So next week, we do have a bonus episode coming up for you. Yes. So instead of our typical, you know, talk about our stops on our trips, um, next week, due to popular requests, we're going to do uh, Get to Know Us. Yeah. Most of the questions we get are like about us and our personalities and what we like and what we don't like and that kind of stuff. So yeah, we so. thought we'd just do a little episode about it. With perhaps a little guest feature from my puppy because she's very insistently wanting to be part of this episode. <laughs> Maybe we'll wrap her in there too. Yeah. Until next time. Enjoy your ride in the getaway car. Bye. Bye.